I'm just going to take a couple things off the top of my head that people have been asking me quite often. One is, how do I know if I'm sitting with feelings or I am just sitting in self-pity? And the difference is when those feelings come up and you don't attach to them and you just allow them to be and you don't think about them, you don't try to figure out where they come from, why they're there, take responsibility for them, attach them to memories and thoughts. You just let them come up and you let them take your body over. You let them kick your ass for as long as you possibly can take it. And if you start thinking and you start feeling sorry for yourself and you start that shame spiral down that hole that we've been down one too many times at least, that is not productive. Just let the feelings be whatever they are. If it's sadness, if it's anger, if it's hurt, if it's just anxiety and you can't name the emotion, whatever the feelings are, you just allow them to be there for as long as you possibly can. You will go into thoughts. See, thoughts will take us out of our feelings. Thoughts can be numbing of feelings. So you're going to slip into thoughts unconsciously because your body and soul want to be out of pain and want to be out of uncomfortable feelings. You're going to learn how to catch yourself. If you realize that you've been in thought for seven minutes while you're trying to sit in pain, don't shame yourself for going into thought. This is what we do when we were unconscious and we weren't doing this work. We go into bad feelings. We, we, tr we take responsibility for not being what we want to be and how we want to feel. Just allow them to be. They're going to hurt. They're going to be uncomfortable. It is going to be unbearable. It's going to get to a point where you can't sit with it anymore. That's when you sit with it for a little bit longer. And we're going to keep pushing that each time to sit with those painful feelings. And when you do go into thought, bring yourself out of it as soon as you realize it. And listen, you know, self-pity isn't all that bad all the time. Like, you know, if you can go into self-pity and get yourself to grieving, that's not a bad place to be because this is all grieving. We are grieving the loss of innocence. We are grieving the loss of childhood. We are grieving the loss of betrayal and abandonment and everything that has happened to us that shouldn't have happened. We grieve and we get out of the responsibility that we've taken on for it. See, we were not brought into this world to take care of others' feelings, but this world is so upside down. I look at, I watch a lot of nature shows, and I watch how animals are with their cubs, and they love them. They are there for them. They protect them. They teach them how to survive in the wilderness. There is a deep, connected love and care without verbal words. It's a preparation for life. With humans, it's the complete opposite most of the time. How many people have children 
to fill their needs, to take care of their feelings. See, they didn't belong anywhere. They didn't fit in. They didn't feel good. They have self-worth deficiencies. They have their own shame. They have their own abuse. They have their own trauma. But hey, let's have a kid so that I can have somebody that will love me forever, no matter how I treat them. Because kids just want to know that they're okay, and they know they're okay if they have their parents' love. And when you feel like you don't have it, you will do whatever you need to do to get it. You will abandon yourself. You will sacrifice who you are. Because as a child, our survival depends on our source figures. We instinctively know this. And we instinctively change so that we can survive. It's a feeling more of, please allow me to be here instead of being celebrated for being in this world. And the things that we didn't get, that we needed, our basic needs that weren't met, nobody was there, nobody gave it to us, nobody showed us how to do it. So we have to figure out how to do it for ourselves. We have to give ourselves what we need, but we've never seen it. So it's a lot of trial and error. So when you go back to those feelings that you're sitting with and you go into those thoughts and you start thinking about things that you did as a child that got you beat or shamed or humiliated or isolated or abandoned, you don't attach to them and you don't take responsibility for them. You just allow yourself to feel what you felt as that child. And you start to process those feelings. And you start to deal with them within your body. You can handle the feelings. And when you feel like you can't, you do it a little bit longer. The only way out of this is through it. I love the fact that I know exactly what I need to do to get my nervous system to turn down. I just can't choose those things anymore. I can eat pills. I can smoke weed. I could drink booze. I could chase women. I could chase a dollar. I could be a workaholic. I could do a million things to take those feelings away temporarily. They are going to be there for as long as you ignore them. They're going to get louder and stronger and more powerful. You are more powerful than you realize. You've made it this far. You've figured out a way to cope and survive. We do not need to have these defenses anymore to survive in this world. We have to get down to it. See, I have a lot of anticipatory anxiety. I <laughs> fucking I hate it. It is. There is this thing that happens in me when I have to do something that I may be rejected for, um, possibility of humiliation, judgment. Like, I don't like putting myself in that place. I hate it, and I avoid it 
as long as I possibly can, I will procrastinate, I will push it off, I will deny it, I will pretend it's not there until I have no choice but to face it because I can't put it off any longer. There is something that I still cannot define and cannot name, cannot connect the dots and can attach to where this fear comes from. Intellectually, I get it. I know how I was brought up. I knew how, I know how I was raised. I know the environment. I know the things that were done that has made me this way for the most part. But that's intellectual. Emotional and feeling, I can't get to it. I still get nervous every time I turn on this microphone. I still get nervous every time I have to do an interview. I still get nervous every time I go on somebody's podcast. I still get nervous in social, certain social situations. You know, first dates, uh, you know, like communions where there's a lot of people. Like, I get this thing and I don't know how to control it. I don't know how to get to the root of it so that it's not there anymore. And that's frustrating. It's extremely frustrating. It, it destroys my peace and joy, sometimes for days before. But I don't mood alter when it comes. That's when I sit with whatever those feelings are. I've been sitting with them for a while and I don't have the answers that I need yet, the answers that I want. But if I drink it away or run away from it or just mood alter in any way, it's just going to get more powerful. It's just going to get bigger and louder and the fear is tremendous to the point where, you know, I, I didn't even want to leave the house for, for almost two years. It was too much. And I just avoided at all costs. Get into those feelings. I know... <laughs> I know it seems like you're torturing yourself. I know that you have not felt good most of your life. To ask you to ask yourself to go into more pain purposely seems absurd when all you want to do is not feel bad. See, that's the way we're spending our lives is trying not to feel bad. It's not about being joyful for me. It's about not feeling bad. But to get to that joy, we have to sit with it. We have to expose ourselves to the fear. We have to put ourselves in uncomfortable situations. You know, some of the stuff that I talk about, like that, especially that trauma recall, that was, that was something else, man. That, I remember what that was like living through that. I had a choice that I could go back into addiction just not to deal with it, or I could deal with it. I went back to that so many times that I'm able to speak about it without breaking down. Do I still get emotional? Yeah. But it was crippling. And it limited my world by not dealing with it. 
The point is, the more I went and relived it and cried and sat with the feelings of disgust and shame and, and hate, the less painful it got to vi- revisit it to the point where I can pretty much talk about it without crying. That's what we do. We go into the feelings and we tame them. We become, it becomes a part of us. It becomes a part of our life, our journey, our existence. We own it. It can't hurt us anymore. And nobody can hurt us with it because we've made ourselves okay with it. Just keep doing the work. It's okay to feel sorry for yourself sometimes. It's okay to have the self-pity. All of this work, all of this pain that you are going to put yourself in, there is no more greater act of self-love and self-care. I know it sounds (laughs) kind of insane. You mean I'm going to be loving myself by putting myself back into painful feelings? Yes. Yes. That's what we have to do. And you can do it. And if you don't get it right, don't beat yourself up for it. This is not easy. There's nothing in society that teaches us this. There's nothing in society that tells us we should do this. You know, positive quotes, they don't do shit for me. Because that's not my reality. The more deep, dark, and painful a quote is, the more it resonates with me the more I feel connected to it because that's my reality. There was a time when I couldn't read anything like that because it would trigger me. It would put me into feelings that I was avoiding. Now, it's more of, wow, I get it. I know where that comes from in me. And I'm glad that I got to actually experience it without being triggered or feeling hurt. We learn how to deal with our fears, with our pain, with our past, and we own it. And we carry it forward as our strength. We don't see this as strength because we have to get vulnerable. We have to get weak. We have to let these feelings kick the shit out of us to become strong. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at joeryan.com. Follow me on Instagram at joeryan. And if you want, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That'd be great. All right, take care.